0: This is It Was a Thing on TV. Spoiler
1: number one is Dr. Lee Friends. It stinks. What is going on? (laughs) What
2: is going on? Episode 96. Submission number 762. Utopia. Utopia aired on Fox from September 7th to October 31st of 2014 for a total of 12 episodes.
0: Well, guys, last episode we talked about a social experiment where kids ran a civilization, let's say. They, they ran a city, uh, not necessarily a nation in Kid Nation, but so they, they sort of did like a Lord of the Flies type of, of thing. And we're going to talk about another series like that. And it it seems just like over the last hmm, 20 years, maybe even less than that, 15 years, we talked about Kid Nation. We're going to talk about Utopia now. And also, we cannot forget when Cartman tried creating his own society in the episode uh, The Simpsons Did It, where he combined seamen, that one, yeah, with sea people to create a society. And that didn't end up well. No. Hey, just like Kid Nation, and guess what? Just like Utopia.
2: Uh, yeah. This was, and stop me if you've heard this one, based on a Dutch format created by John DeMole.
0: Okay, what hasn't been created by John DeMole? Seriously, where should we start? Deal or no deal?
2: Deal or no one, deal.
0: One versus a hundred.
2: One versus a hundred.
0: Um, the voice? I, I the voice, like every single... Big like, brother. Like every game show and reality TV format from like the last 15 to 20 years in some way is a uh, John DeMaul creation. Divided. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll so, give you that.
2: One. I'll give you that.
0: Yeah. So, so we can add, uh, yeah, Divided's on the list too. So yeah, they've done many, many, many shows. Uh, John DeMall and uh, and Talpa.
2: Oh, and, Fear Factor, do not forget Fear Factor.
0: And this is definitely one of those shows.
2: Yeah. One of those high ambition, big ticket items that uh John Damol really wanted to uh see if it could work. I don't know if it worked in I don't know if it worked in the Netherlands. But uh let's just say Fox saw something on the show and decided rather than get into a costly bidding war for the rights to the American version, they point they ponied up, are you ready for this? Uh, actually, let me wait till Mike finishes swallowing, because he's going to spit out that whatever it is he just ate.
0: No, I wasn't, but yeah, go ahead.
2: Fox ponied up $50 million in order to avoid a costly and somewhat think protracted bidding war for the rights to this show.
0: And, they must have really liked this.
2: Well, here's the premise. It follows a cast of 15 men and women placed in isolation and filmed 24 hours a day for a planned year. Yeah, that doesn't sound like it's or that doesn't sound familiar at all. The cast was create their own society and figure out how to survive. The series was initially shown twice a week, with online streaming 24-7 with 129 hidden and unhidden cameras all over the Utopia compound. So, rather than the Wild West uh, backdrop of Kid Nation, the Utopians lived in a compound. And the live streams of said compound were populated and and made active on August 29th, and over 5,000 people auditioned to be one of the 15. Now, why on earth would you want to do that, I wonder?
0: Was money involved?
2: Eh, probably. It doesn't say, but probably. Now, every month in Utopia, three pioneers were nominated for Elimination, And the person who was eliminated would be sent back, would be exiled back to their everyday lives. And the streamers would be able to decide which of the new pioneers got their cast to, got their chance to join the cast. So yeah, it's Big Brother, Paradise Hotel, and Kid Nation all rolled into one. What could possibly go wrong? (laughs)
0: Uh I know. Uh, you spent $50 million to get the format rights.
2: Sight unseen. Yeah. So who were the uh, Utopians chosen for this grand experiment? Let's find out. Uh, we have Dave, an, an unemployed New Yorker. Jonathan, a pastor from Tennessee. Red, a handyman from Kentucky. Bree, a veterinary assistant from California. Mike, an attorney from Manhattan, Rob, a security programmer from New Jersey, Nikki, a holistic doctor from Brooklyn, Josh, a general contractor from Salt Lake City, Hex, an unemployed Detroiter, Dedeker, a belly dancer from Los Angeles, Chris, a chili farmer from North Carolina, Bella, a real estate entrepreneur from Georgia. Amanda, a behavioral specialist from Seattle. And Aaron, a chef from Oxford, Mississippi. Now that is, if I'm not mistaken, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Only 14. 14. Now, there was a sh- a f- the 15th was Andrea, a chef from San Diego, who did not start, huh? Before the show even premiered, things got a little bit heated. We have uh, two pioneers seceding from the, other f- from the others, calling themselves the Utopia State of Freedom. And before filming began, one contestant was kicked off the show for smuggling in a cell phone to look up her castmates. So there you go. We have hooking up, getting naked, secession, fan favorites, and one person trying to uh, sneak in a cell phone when they weren't supposed to. And that was before the first episode.
0: Boy, that doesn't sound like a good start.
2: Oh, gosh. What can we say? Now, we said every month, somebody was going to be uh, asked to leave, and... Uh, new people would be cycled in. Well, it just so happens that the first time that happened was not even a month in. The first person to leave actually left two weeks into this thing when Dave left Utopia on his own accord and was replaced with Kristen in Entrepreneur from Jamestown, New York. Also, uh, Rhonda, a political activist, was also added. She would not last an entire week. She ended up leaving, being rejected, in September 9th. So, for five days. Five days in Utopia. And then, we have another Utopian added to the cast. Taylor, a construction worker from Omaha. No one else would be added, again, until September 21st, when we have Ernesto, a contractor from Oceanside. Then we have, uh, on September 30th, actually, on September 10th, uh, Jonathan was injured and medevaced out of Utopia. And on September 30th, Red was banished from Utopia. He was actually the first person to be banished from Utopia. And taking his place on September 30th was, this is really hard to map out here. Cal, a farmer from Portland, Oregon, and he would actually be the last person to enter Utopia. Wait, that's a lie. Katie, an animal rescuer from Sacramento, also entered Utopia, but she also wouldn't last a week. I it's hard to it's hard to follow, isn't it?
1: Yep.
2: But okay, but okay. Now this is easier to follow because October 25th Bree left Utopia. October 26th Mike left citing a family emergency. And October 31st Rob was the second person banished from Utopia.
0: On the final episode. On
2: the final episode.
0: Well, technically, wasn't everybody banished after that episode?
2: Yeah, that that is true. Yeah. So, a bunch of people came, a bunch of people left. There wasn't really much of a storyline. All it was was Big Brother in the woods, basically.
0: Sort of off the grid, yeah. Off
2: the Off the grid, Big Brother, people got naked, and yeah.
0: And the ratings for the series they certainly didn't justify $50 million being spent. Oh, no. The the premiere, and I remember watching the premiere, uh, I was intrigued by the whole concept uh, of them being in this banished society, if you will, this utopia for a year. 4.63 million people saw the premiere on September 7th. Mm -hmm. Two days later for part two, the number dropped almost by half, 2.48 million yeah and, th- and like, then it dro- and, and then for part three, which aired three days later, September twelfth, it dropped by again about another twenty percent, under two million viewers. yeah, that's not a good sign. uh It did pick up for week two, but uh, after week two, uh the ratings were under two million viewers for every single episode from uh, episode five on. That's not uh, money well spent, especially when you're talking about $50 million just to acquire the rights to the TV show.
1: Well, what a waste of money. Yep.
0: Hey, it's not my money. It's Rupert Murdoch's money.
2: Yeah, Rupert, 50, Yeah, fifty billion for Rupert
1: Murdoch is pretty much walking around money.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. pocket change to him.
1: Yeah, that's not even the amount of money he paid for MySpace.
0: Well, one thing we should mention, there was a host. I, with, like, every reality show, there's there's a host, obviously.
2: There's a there's a host? Who's there's the a, host?
0: Who is it? The host. Some people may be familiar with this name. I asked Greg and Chico about this before we started recording, and they both said, don't know who he is. No. And I said, how McCoy. could you not know who this guy is? This guy is the creator of one of the funniest comic strips, in my opinion, I, I've loved it for probably – it's been in this area for, I'm guessing, close to 20 years at this point, and they don't know who this guy is. His name is Dan Perraro. And Dan Perraro is the creator of the comic strip. It's a single-panel comic strip, not unlike The Far Side, and it's called Bizarro. And like I said, it's been in, in this newspaper, in, in the, the local Cleveland newspaper, I guess for close to 20 years, if not even longer. And both of them have never heard of it. And I'm like, okay, this obviously isn't as big as maybe I thought it was. But yeah, so he's a comic strip creator, artist, and he's a host of a TV show. And I don't know how that intersects, how one goes from being a comic strip writer to a host of a reality show. Because as far as I know, he had never done anything like this he's not known for being some sort of tv personality and really i don't know that much about him uh, in his you know normal life that that he'd uh, be involved in this it's just very interesting i believe
2: yeah, um, again, it's like he's known for you know, he's known primarily for being a cartoonist and a political uh, cartoonist who pretty much makes his whole uh, things known through his comic books. But aside from that, uh, uh, oh yeah, he's also an author. I forgot he also wrote books. He, he was a book writer. The Book of Labor Excuses in 1991 comes to mind.:
0: And also he's had some books, uh, some art books, not necessarily books uh, about uh, Bizarro or collections of Bizarro, but uh, I did picked up one of these books maybe about 10 years ago for maybe like two dollars at some some cheap bookstore. It was just a a bizarre, and again, I, I use that term very loosely because I know he did bizarre. It was just a very, very bizarre much. book. A, Pun a bizarre, very much
2: intended, isn't it? Uh,
0: it? It wasn't really intended. It was just a bizarre art book. It wasn't comic strips. It was just art. And I'm glad I didn't pay more than like two dollars for it because I don't think I've touched it since I first got the book. I was two, more than two dollars. That
2: is like one t- one hundred. That's one in that's god 125 millionth the price of this show
0: and, and uh, just like uh, fox it is money i regret spending
2: <laughs> so i guess the question because you pretty much know what happened or you pretty much know what happened on the show but how did all how did we get here because i have some uh, critic blurbs See, Fox made. Fox actually. They, actually, Fox couldn't screen the, the uh, pilot because it was all live. But, uh, okay, so Brian Lowry of Variety said If Utopia has any legs at all, it will as a cable style freak show, not some grand experiment in democracy. Indeed, the diverse lineup seems to, designed to draw from various unscripted staples a dash of doomsday preppers here, a dollop of Duck Dynasty there, and throw them together in the same blunder which actually just makes zero sense in, in, in or out of context. Meanwhile, Willa Paskin of Slate said, Utopia's attempts to condemn the misbehavior it desperately requires from its participants strives to frame its mission in a positive light, distancing itself from the on-camera misbehavior it, it's producers so desperately require. Through the first two episodes, five of the eight men assembled a violent physical outbursts. The female cast members avoid the trap of being portrayed as catty and vicious. As a result, they are granted no personalities at all, just a penchant for swimming naked. The first night ends with one case of alcohol poisoning, another of threatening sexual behavior, and two fights. Peraro sat pines that so far the group is bailing miserably at Utopia. As if the producer has been ho- hoping for a dull, conflict-free Eden. So, it, so more or less, everybody was not concentrating on making uh, some sort of grand experiment, but rather making what Fox thought was good television, and that led. And that led to, I think, one of the most common. Uh, was one of the most common causes of a show like this failing killed by the network? because, uh, according to an article from the rap, it was basically a, an overwrought case of network interference. So Fox had a reality head replace Mike Darnell, the uh, genius behind uh, well Fox's earlier re- reality show, attempts, and like they said, $50 million to avoid a a bidding war. They were looking for the next big thing after American Idol started to fall off, and the X-Factor future entry, the X-Factor decided that it wasn't everybody did not like nice Simon Cowell. So, enter Simon Andrea, the uh, new alternative cheap for Bucks, and constantly butting heads with John DeMall about where to go with this format. And, uh, and of course, the rap has this article that says, these two are at odds since David Hill, sporting events czar David Hill, rightly pointed out in the company that Utopia may be a giant expensive embarrassment in the making. While Utopia debuted in the Netherlands as the highest rated unscripted premieres in six years and remained number one in its time period for ten consecutive nights, the Dutch ratings did not hold up over the show's run. So the show started with 1.4 million viewers in the Netherlands and ended with 963,000. So yeah, Fox was thinking, you know what? You don't have anything to worry about. We're Fox. I mean, we can make a show. We can make a reality show. We could we could put one with legs.
0: Yeah, we can write off one bad one.
2: Well, they well, this they're known for taking a chance on crap.
0: No, yeah, I are. said that. Yeah, they do. You're uh, right. And, about and that.
2: remember, and this is a guy who was behind Discovery Channel's Naked and Afraid. So he sends uh, DeMole ideas. DeMole tells his team to ignore them, and he hardly considers Andre to be his creative equal. So he was right, though. Everybody got naked in that first episode, but it didn't really uh, do much of the way of ratings
0: nudity does not equal ratings
2: no it does not and another fault had to do with the casting because it was meant to bring people together so they could form a new society but here's the thing you can create new uh, society or okay so damal was in it to create society andre was in it to create television So they ended up choosing people so extreme, some viewers called them stereotypical, versions of American-set agreements were hard to come by. And this is from uh, executive producer John Kroll. The production team might have done too well with choosing differing points of view, and the first group of pioneers had had, a hard time seeing eye-to-eye on anything in their first week in seclusion. We went over this. We literally went over this. The next two cast members nominated to join the group showed some promise of creating more harmony. This is uh, Dana Walden, former Fox co-chairman and CEO, who said, No one thought we were going to launch a huge ratings juggernaut, but with patience, it will grow, and we're going to have patience. Well, we we were going to have patience. Everybody was going to have patience. Well, here's the thing. Fox is not known for having patience. This is a show that, if it if it's this is a network that if it puts it if the if the network puts something on Friday, it has every intent on killing it. Well, Fox put the show between Tuesdays and Friday. Then before then in October, they pulled it from Tuesday.
1: Oh, that's not good.
2: So that left the Friday airings. And that, this was just four weeks after the show premiered. So what is a network to do? How about this? We charge people unlimited access to the cameras for $5 a month.
1: Oh, $5 a month. That's, gonna, that's really going to bring them in. It's really going to bring the marks in.
0: Mm-hmm. Got to make money somehow. They got to recoup that fifty million one way or another.
1: You got to make that scratch back. Yeah, yeah. um, they—I
2: I don't think they ever came close to recouping their loss until I want to say either Empire or the Masked Singer started.
0: Oh, probably, absolutely. Uh, I, I would probably even lean towards the the latter. I'd say the Masked Singer, as big as that's become over the last two years uh even going as far as having a tour which unfortunately got canceled because of this whole covid thing oh well but but i'm just being honest they they were going to tour and actually i was thinking about going to their stop here because i I like the mass singer i'm not a big fan but i enjoy the, the the whole concept and uh i believe the show was supposed to be here during june which unfortunately it coincided with what would have been a an international trip for me. So I couldn't go anyhow, but again, that was all null and void because of COVID.
1: I got a question. Yeah. Do, do you think at the tour, we would have had T-Pain singing in the monster costume?
0: Well, they promised there'd be celebrities there. Uh, now, from what I read celebrity i think was emphasized in terms of being local celebrities so oh. maybe you would have seen maybe athletes or maybe you would have seen you know local tv personalities or radio personalities oh, chefs I, oh i would have loved to have
1: seen kevin love sing in a costume that would've been awesome
0: well okay well that would have that would have been june and yeah the Cavs would have never made the playoffs so it's possible you never know but they—they uh, they were touting local celebrities. It wasn't like they had the usual cast of characters. Oh, hey, look—it's you know uh, Alonzo Bowden or uh, uh, Jim J. Bullock or somebody like that. It's somebody whose oh. whose who's prime passed them up like fifteen, oh, or twenty years ago.
1: Oh, dude, if Jim J. Bullock was singing in a costume, you know, I'd be all over
0: that shit. Oh, I know you'd be. I know you. Oh, you'd be. I
1: would be so happy.
0: But yeah, it looks like they uh, promoted local celebrities more than, uh, celebrities in that like C slash D tier that, uh, are just making the rounds for a paycheck. Mm-hmm. But again, we'll never know what happened. And I, I, and they did have a, a name host, not unlike what they uh, do with, uh, the prices right live where they have Jerry Springer and they have, uh, Todd Newton and a certain uh, group of hosts that go around the country. They did have – I don't remember the name because, obviously, it's been canceled now. You know, It was canceled back in March, and uh, I sort of didn't pay attention to it when I saw it was going to coincide with my trip. But uh, they did have, like, a name MC. So not necessarily a Jerry Springer type, but somebody in that same realm where you've heard of him, and, yeah, you know, he, he may not have regular work necessarily at this time.
2: Now, uh, ultimately now – the, now, the, now, the article I just gave you guys also said that Simon's departure was imminent. Well, on March 2015, Simon Andre did leave Fox's alternative entertainment department.
0: It's kind of funny you mention that because I have a page pulled up, and it says that Simon returned to London in 2015 – Gosh, I wonder why. Hmm. Why is that? Uh, because he got let go by Fox. I know. That's the joke. I Yeah, I get it. I get it. But don't feel too bad for Simon. Because right now, he's the CEO of Fremantle UK.
1: Yeah. yeah. He's probably sitting on top of those cans of... Uh, reruns of uh, Bruce's Price is Right,
0: yeah, and Family Fortunes, and all those shows. Yeah,
1: he's he's actually getting
2: he's actually getting ready to bring blankety blank blankety blank blinkety blank blankety blank.
1: Oh yeah, blankety blanks. The UK match game back, and you know yep. you know who's rumored to be a host of that. Uh, I know, I know this, I know this. I know you know this. Gito. I know this. Say Does Mike know this? Does Mike know this?
0: Mike heard it, but it it doesn't ring a bell.
1: Ryan's
2: stepdaddy, the master of the chasers, Bradley Walsh, baby.
0: Oh yeah, I did read that. Oh my gosh, the only way I think that could be more amazing is if they got Ryland to host. I'm sorry, I love Ryland on Supermarket Sweep. Oh yeah, you
1: can get Gary the security guard on the panel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I knew he was gonna say How
1: that. Awesome you could have Gary the security guard and Jody Whitaker on the same
0: panel. Mind blown. Oh my gosh.
1: Think about that. You'd have the doctor and Gary the security guard on the same panel. How great would that be? Listen uh, to me, uh, Fermantle. You're sitting on a potential gold mine idea. Steal my idea. You will make you will have ratings through the wazoo
0: you have Gary, the security guy with Rylan hosting, or even Rylan is a panelist and Bradley Walsh hosting. I think Greg is going to explode. I seriously think we're going to lose Greg. He's going to just like implode from all the excitement and joy. Oh, But enough about what's coming down the road with uh Fremantle UK.
2: Fox didn't come even close to recouping their losses for, for Utopia and i'm wondering if the dutch ever did as well because if i'm not mistaken this came out after the voice right yes
0: yeah. oh absolutely
2: so they were basically paying for this with voice money which and back when it started the voice was a license to print money
0: i would i don't necessarily think there would be any money necessarily lost and by that what i mean is it's very possible john Mall might have aired this uh series on his network talpa uh-huh because that's where a lot of his shows aired that's where again dealer no deal aired one versus 100 the original version ain't taken Andred aired uh, a, a lot of his games and reality show, shows aired on the Talpa network, so I wouldn't be surprised if he kept it in-house and also, thus, you know, minimizing the cost, or at least he's taking all the risk. Not necessarily a, a network; another network has taken the risk. Oh, yeah, I mean, he's no idiot. He, he's a media genius, regardless of how you feel about his formats. Uh, whether again, we're talking about Deal or No Deal uh specifically the US version because the US version does not compare to any other version the the UK and the Dutch versions are absolutely amazing and uh and obviously he's done big brother again love it or hate it, it, it it's a franchise around the world uh 100 versus 100 is still big uh even still in uh, in uh, the Netherlands where now because of covid it's now 1 versus 50 really social distancing yeah it's one versus 50 now so they've they've uh, tinkered with the, the game a little bit and obviously you can't have 100 people sitting so close to each other so now it's it's 50 people okay so i, I don't really think uh even if uh, the dutch version didn't do that well i'm sure john demal will write it off or it's again uh sort of like rupert murdoch it's like pocket change It's like he dropped a dollar when he was uh, in the supermarket, except that dollar's like several million dollars because he's rich.
2: Yeah. Well, the format hasn't resurfaced anywhere, but you want to know what did resurface just now? What? Some guy wanted to sell a poster of it.
0: Oh, no. The
2: music, please.
0: Oh crap.
2: Yes, it's eBay price is right time. I have here a poster of Utopia, a, a pub poster of Utopia. The caption, no leaders, no rules, no
1: plumbing. Witness the birth of a brave new world. I'll tell you this. They didn't have an arcade at Utopia on like Kid Nation. They did not have an arcade on, U- on Utopia.
0: No, they're all too busy being naked and fighting.
2: And, uh, and doing other things.
0: While naked and fighting.
2: While naked, yeah. <laughs> if you do that while you're naked and fighting, then you are a sadist. Anyway, Mike, why don't you uh, bed first?
0: Does it say anything specific about the poster's size? Is it like sixteen by twenty? Or uh,
2: it does not.
0: Okay, uh, and and I'm guessing it's. Oh
2: wait, oh, let me take. Yeah, let me take a look here. My mistake. This will this will get okay. This is this is okay. Here's the description. Fans of the television show Utopia, hosted by Sean DeMol Jr., yeah, that didn't happen. We'll love and appreciate this. This is a promotional poster distributed by the Fox Network to one of their affiliates, and they are not sold in stores. Poster measures twenty-seven inches by forty inches.
0: Ooh, that's big. That that's something you definitely want to get framed. Okay. I don't know. I, I For some reason, I see it being expensive because it's a flop and there's probably not a whole heck of a lot out there, but also at the same time, uh, supply versus demand. Um, I'll go, is it dollars and cents? Uh, I'll make it dollars. Okay, round dollars. Okay. I'll go, I'll say $15.
2: Okay, you say 15 What do you say?
1: Me? Greg. I'll
2: go $19. Okay, so the actual buy it now price for this Utopia poster is. Ooh, wee. $38.
1: Yes.
0: Ooh, Greg, Greg had half of it. If he just doubled it, he would have been on the nose.
1: Have we ever had a perfect bid in this segment? N- no. No, we haven't.
0: We, 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 we've been very close. But we've we been, haven't had a perfect we've bid. We've been
1: really close.
2: Well, Utopia started out with the best of intentions. Let's try and create a new society from scratch. But when you combine network meddling with poor casting and bad ratings, you know what you get?
1: I know what you get. You get a thing on TV. You get a thing on
0: TV. And not a particularly good one, or at least memorable one in a good way. No. Well, as always, uh, don't forget uh, our website. Oh, hey, we have over 100 entries up there now. So you've got plenty of stuff to listen to. So if you're going on that late summer road trip or early fall road trip, if you're making those commutes back to work nowadays, since some offices are reopening, not a whole lot, not not schools, I can tell you that because I'm working from home. But, yeah, if you're uh, commuting to your job or even if your commute's all of like 30 feet like my commute is nowadays, feel free to listen to us. You know, we're a good time killer on the road. And we've heard from people who've done that. They've downloaded a number of our episodes for a lengthy road trip and, and we've occupied their, their time. Yes. It's a lot better than just like, you know, passively looking at farms in the middle of Indiana or, uh, you know, doing anything else uh, with your time. Miles will listen to us. And uh, you can find all those episodes at uh, www.itwasathingontv.com. Besides the episodes, we have all our socials at It Was A Thing On TV, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Tumblr, and we have the Discord. And uh, as always, please don't forget, well, first off, sharing is caring. We got to say that first because we love sharing and we love caring. And uh, don't forget to like and subscribe.
1: Wait, you said you like
0: Karen? I like Karen.
1: Oh, I thought you were talking about Karen Gillan.
0: Well, that that could be taken another way nowadays, calling somebody a Karen. No, I don't like Karens.
1: No, no, no. Karen Gillan's the only Karen that should be ever referred to in a positive manner.
0: I would agree with that. So... Uh, don't forget uh, beyond uh, uh, Karen, because Karen is sharing or caring is sharing. Uh, don't forget to rate and review and don't forget to like and subscribe.
2: And and hey, remember five stars. We will accept nothing
0: less. That's Chico who said that I'm willing to negotiate, but I'm uh, not as uh, stubborn as he is until next week. Oh, well, Episodes 97, 98, we're getting close to 100. Two VR. weeks, two weeks until Episode 100. And I guarantee that's going to be an absolutely amazing show. We're going to have so much to talk about. And we got new stuff that's going to be coming down the pipe at that time. I was actually thinking about releasing some of the new stuff with the 10,000th download, which happened on Thursday, the 17th. But I'm going to hold off. I'm going to hold off to Episode 100, and then I'll – present what I, uh, what I want to uh, reveal uh, that day that I've been touting for the last like five weeks or so, six weeks.
1: So I'm curious as to what this is. Are you going to, you going
0: to have your like very own like like horse that you're going to ride in on. And I just might, who's going to stop me. Uh, probably the person that owns a horse. Cause I'll probably break its back. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. So, so we're two weeks away from 100, but next week, 97 and 98, uh, we're going to talk about um, one of the biggest uh, disasters, and it isn't even necessarily a TV show more than a memorable or not so memorable season of a TV show, but also we're going to dedicate an episode to to the local television scene we we want to talk about some local television we've gathered some information about local tv which we think is going to make an entertaining episode of the podcast so next week should be very interesting in some ways kind of sorta but uh, it's definitely good the second episode is going to be a little on the bizarre side uh talking about the local tv stuff there's going to be a lot of stuff to talk about I know Greg has one or two subtopics he's ready to talk about, and I think Chico's the same, and I've got one or two. So that, that should be a very, um, a very entertaining episode, to say the least. And definitely something you're going to want to scope out online. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. This is one where we may point you in the right direction, but you've got to go see uh, what uh, we've discovered or found on, on YouTube and uh, throughout the internet. It'll definitely be a good episode. So that's next week. Until then, as always, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we appreciate the the patronage. And uh, we'll be here starting on next Monday, the 28th, with two new episodes of It Was a Thing on TV. Thanks for listening. Have a good week. Wow, utopia.